News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. The views and opinions on this show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of WGNS, its management, other hosts, or advertisers. Oh, good evening, everybody. Eight o'clock right here in good old Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have got a great guest. We're going to get right to it right now. Coach uh, Rick Stotstill of uh, MTSU Blue Raiders head coach over there. Coach, move up a little closer to you, Mike, if you would. Yes, sir. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm great. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me on, you guys. Ready to get through with the slipping and sliding from two (laughs) weeks ago. Great day. Yeah, I don't see – I see why people – you know, have a hard time oh. staying up north. And, uh, oh, man. They get it. I, I, I just, don't know how they do I, it. I try to get down here as fast as I could. So, um, so the offer to go to North Dakota, I take it the wife's not wild. <laughs> Was it North Dakota State? No, actually, there's been some good players come out of North oh, yeah. Dakota State. Well, you got a good football program. Well, we've got some great players that are coming out of MTSU as well, yeah. too. Bill sure. Wilson, I'm sorry, my fantastic co-host bill thanks for setting us hey, up coach, thank you for agreeing to yeah, do this no, we I'm, appreciate I'm fired it. up about it thanks no, to mark I'm owens and uh, donna victory too and folks we're going to talk about yes we are going to talk about COVID tonight and how it's changed things and hopefully now and you're going to get to this this year folks there's going to be a spring practice at mtsu something that coach and his coaches missed out on last year which is a tradition of all schools so the people yeah. look forward to that you know yeah. and it, and it's it's critical also in the development of your of your players sure especially your young players they need it and you think about it you know it was about last week a, a year ago when you know everything got shut down and you know, then we didn't get started up until august so you know that's a long period of time for guys you know nine months without playing football not practicing and everything so you know, and then we had a bunch of setbacks in, you know, uh, August there. And uh, it was probably the third, fourth game of the year. You felt like, you know, hey, you're just now starting to kind of be. Crank it up. Where you, yeah. where you thought you might be. And, uh, you know, because you lose all that time, you know, from practice. And yeah, it's pretty hard to coach a team from Zoom. Yeah. It just shows you oh, how yeah. valuable, yeah, how valuable <laughs> is spring practice. And I know you've today. got a big screen at your at your disposal at the field, but still, it'd be a little tough. All right, move over there. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, and you and I, coach, and I were talking, and we're, I tell you what, we'll talk more about. We're talking about, you know, there's nothing like face to face interaction, uh-huh. and uh, there hadn't been much of that going on here lately. And uh, some of that's okay, but some of it's not. And we're going to talk about it. We're glad to have Coach with us tonight. And uh, Dalton Barrett is on the board. Bill Wilson, Mr. Murfreesboro, is here. And we're going to get started. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, And, yes, I am still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And thank you. That is a little stiff upper lip from ACDC. And yes, this is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM and FM, one, uh, 1450 AM, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight. You can reach Coach Stockstill 
at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And if you don't want to go on the air live, you can also send a text to Dalton. He'll be glad to read it over the air. For those of you who do not wish to be heard live, my co-host, as you all know, is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. Again, our guest is head coach of Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders, Rick Stockstill. Uh, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com and Facebook at The Ebony Raymer Show on WGNS. Or you can watch, as my wife is probably doing right now on Bill's Mr. Murfreesboro page, I'm going to have to talk to her about that. She'll watch on Bill's page. She'll watch on mine. And that's Mr. Murfreesboro. Uh, winner, winner. <laughs> yeah, okay. Rub it in. And you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Uh, Stephen Reynolds is doing his podcast there. Angela Bingham left here earlier. And uh, I tried to get Coach to get, make her take a couple of laps because she said some things that kind of offended me. But you get used to that. I guess. <laughs> Bill, do we have anything that we no. need to go over real quick? I, I, I want to ask Coach a question about Bailey Hockman coming from North Carolina State. Uh, what are your expectations from him? I mean, he's played a lot over in the ACC, I guess. Uh, but what's your expectations for him? Do you th- will he be the starter or are they going to be competing? Yeah, the, he, he's a talented kid. There's no doubt about that. He's He signed with Florida State. Uh, under Jimbo Fisher there out of high school. And, you know, then Jimbo left to go to Texas A&M and the new coach in transition. And so he left there and went to a junior college, and then he spent the last couple years at North Carolina State. Right. And, uh, you know, he's played – he started seven games this year for them, and uh, he's played a bunch of games at, at a high level. Uh, I think he's a really good football player. But, again, you know, nothing's going to be handed to him. He's going right. to have to earn it. Uh, it. You know, we got two other guys here, and those two guys haven't played a whole lot. Uh, but there will be, you know, a competition this spring. Uh, but he's a talented kid. Uh, he's here now, obviously. Uh, he got here in January, so I'm anxious. Playing the Gator Bowl last year, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Did he play Gator Bowl? Yeah. Did he? I'm not I sure know. what probably they sure. went to, but – uh, right, you know, but you know, I'm anxious. I haven't seen him throw live because we're not allowed to, you know, this time of year. So I'm anxious. We start spring ball here next weekend, next week, and uh, so I'm anxious to see him work. Will the will the public be able to come out or no? No, of COVID? you know, right now, you know, right now we've got practices closed because of that, right. just because of, you know, the testing and everything going on. So. Uh, we'll continue to keep them closed. And people have asked me, and we talked about this earlier about uh, O'Hare. He he left the right. university and went out west somewhere. Well, he's he's currently still in school now. He came to me in December, you know, and uh, you know said that you know with the coaching transition going on, and everything he wanted right. to felt like he he needed to go, and uh, so he's finishing out school here this semester. Uh, he'll graduate in the spring. And then uh, he's going to go to Sacramento State out in California. He and his brother are going to go out there and play together. Right. That's right. I think I heard heard Monty saying something about that on one of his shows here, I believe. Or it may have been Chip in the afternoon when he does. He comes on with the MTSU Sports, you know, all the headlines. Right. I think he said some kid, one of the kids was going to play with his brother, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was who right. he was talking about. 
We've got a, a schedule where we're going to do a lot of traveling this season. We go to, uh, I think we play in Connecticut. We open up against Monmouth. They're out of New Jersey, but we play them here. And then we we play uh, Virginia Tech. You go to Virginia and uh, do a lot of traveling. I think go to Virginia. We go to Liberty too and play up there as well. Yeah. We've got we've, we only have five home games this year, and uh, but you know our out of conference games are Monmouth, Virginia Tech, um, Liberty, and and UConn. You know, so those are our four out of conference games and. Uh, uh, three of the four are on the road there so uh but it's a it's a good schedule it's a challenging schedule obviously uh you know monmouth a lot of people don't probably know much about them but uh, they're going to play four games this spring they start uh i think next saturday's their first game but you know they're ranked 25th in the country in one double a so wow. it's a good football team you know that nobody knows about them just because of the name you know and then liberty you know, did a you know had a really good year last year. You know, there in the Sun Belt and Virginia Tech, and you know UConn didn't play last year. You know, so not sure. You know right. about everything they've got coming back and whatnot. How are you feeling about? I think you've got eleven people returning, eleven players. Yeah, we probably have more than that when it's all said and done, because you know, if, if you just look at starters that we lost on offense. You know, we lost a quarterback. Uh, we lost our right tackle. Uh, you know, and then we got the two running backs that we signed in 2019 that opted out, the Florida State transfer and a West Virginia transfer. Those guys didn't play last year. You know, they're back. So all our receivers are back and what we've added to it. Uh, and then we lost one starter in the offensive line and about three backups. And then defensively, everybody's back. We lost Cruz Holt, uh, our kicker. Kicker, right. You know, he's graduated. And, uh, you know, so we got, you know, we're, we got the majority of our team back. And, uh, you know, so hopefully we can have a, you know, a, a healthy and safe year right. this year, you know, leading up to August and everything because I'm really excited about our team. You know, we've got a couple holes to fill and obviously – you know, quarterbacks a question mark. We got to get better at running back, and I feel we've got the players there to do it. You know, our receivers. I like uh, I like our receivers where we're at, and then uh, offensive line. We signed a a Georgia uh, a transfer guy and an Arizona transfer that uh, you know to fill a couple holes that we right. have there. So I'm really excited about our team. We got to still find a kicker out there to replace Cruz. Ed. <laughs> No, okay. <laughs> coach won't let me. He won't even let me on the. So you are recruiting for a kicker. <laughs> so and we, we've we've got a good feel. He, he's playing. A, you know, he, he's playing this spring right now. Kicker is uh, very important. Yes, sir. It is. You never you, you never, never know, know that till you need one. Yeah, and, I know. Exactly. Yeah, the you life know. of a the life of a kicker. Yeah, I mean, you know, so all areas of kick punting. Yeah, yeah. Kicker, and we are our punters back, and and Kyle had Albrick had a good year last right. year. And, uh, you know, I think he'll be better, you know, this year. He should be anyway. It's another year. So, I'm excited about him. Very good. I want to thank Stu Miller, Josh Carey, Stevie Tapp. Thank you all for listening. Brenda, I know you're listening as well. That's my cousin. She's in southern Kentucky as well. So, you're out of Georgetown. Yeah, I grew up in Georgetown. My dad coached at 
Georgetown College. He was an offensive line coach and head baseball coach there for about five years, and then went to the high school job there in town. And was your wife from Georgetown too? Or no, she. I met her when I was in Orlando at UCF. Right. Well, that's what they did. They ran me out of Kentucky. I had to come to Tennessee and get a wife. So I understand. <laughs> See, they about ran me out everywhere. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, you got. Uh, yeah, welcome aboard. Um, I so. got a question for you. what was it like playing for Coach uh, Bobby Bowden, and do you stay in contact with him? Do yeah, you have- yeah. You know, it was. T- to be honest, it, it's the uh, truly blessed to be able to say I played for Coach Bowden, and you know I've been fortunate that you know I coached f- for Steve Spurrier and Lou Holtz and. You know, Larry Little, who's in the NFL Hall of Fame, just a bunch of really, really good coaches. But, you know, Coach Bowden, and I say this all the time, other than my dad, he had the biggest impact on me as any man has other than my dad. And I Is try- he the winningest coach now? Yes, sir. He is. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's something when they – you know, they took wins away from him, you yeah, know, on that yeah, scandal. Know. And then they right. took wins away from Joe Paterno on that deal. Yeah. So, in my mind, he's the all-time yeah. winningest coach. He's and, the uh, – uh, forget the numbers. He's way he's way up there. Yeah. And but he's uh, – A lot of people owe him a big gratitude of, you know, big no, no. Florida thanks. State does because yeah. Florida State right. – Put him on the map. Football. He sure did. Forget about that. Florida State University, people wouldn't know about Florida State University if it wasn't for Coach Bowden. And he's done so much for that university and that football program that people can never repay him for it. So, But he's my hero. He's he's a guy that in in the coaching profession. How's his health? Because he, I know he's, he's hanging there. He's ninety three. He's not ninety three. You know, he just he turned ninety three. And I'm in. Is in he November. as opinionated as ever? Or is he always subtle like he always? Oh, was? I mean, he's he's uh, <laughs> you know he's getting around slower, obviously. Sure, right. Uh, but he's sharp as a tack up top. He's a character, yeah. There he is. I'm telling you. Excuse me. I got some eyes here. Uh, you know, Kelly Holcomb was on back. Uh, during the big game, the week before, was, week before yeah. that, that big game Sunday, called, we're not allowed to say game. the game. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, uh, but you know, and he's he's throwing these names out there. The people that uh, he was pulling for Tampa Bay because he'd worked with a lot of those guys. Caldwell, yeah, yeah. We've got a lot of people at MT have MTSU connections now that are spread all over the United States. I mean, you guys have really. And in basketball as well. I mean, man, MTSU, since I got here in 1980, it is a whole different one. You got here in the last, just the last few years. This is a whole different world. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, and you went I to saw your Instagram and, post you did for Chavarius Ward. Chavarius. That was a great yeah. post. Um, and then who else? There was uh, another. Darius guy. Harris is on that same team. Right. For the Chiefs. All right, we're going to go. We got Coach Rick Scott still here. He's been good enough to come up and be with us. Thank you, Bill, for setting this up. Dalton Barrett's on the board, and I'm told we've got to go to our first series of breaks. And that's what we're going to do. I'm Evan Lee Raymer. Stay with us. We'll be right back right after this here on WGNS.
Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we are back, and coach, head coach of Middle Tennessee State University, Blue Raiders football is here. And Dalton, you have a question for him on Facebook, I believe. Yes, Austin Maxwell asked on Facebook, uh, is the transfer portal helping or hurting college football? And he wants to get your information. He also wanted to say thank you uh, for always being so nice to his nephew Jack Daniel, who is a big fan. So he wanted to, to get your opinions on the uh, on the transfer portal. Well, for, Austin, thank you for listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, thank Austin's you. Austin's a good and, friend. And please tell my man Jack, I love him. Tell him I said hello. Uh, <laughs> he's a uh, he's a uh, he he'll whatever message me on Facebook <laughs> and and all that stuff. So I, I keep up with him. But Jack's a good man. But no, I I don't. You know, I got mixed feelings on it. You know, it, the transfer portal is here to stay. You've got to accept it. You've got to understand it. You have to um, use it to the best of your advantage to help your program. But 
you know, I think it's bad. I, I don't like it. Uh, you know, I, I think it gives kids a, you know, you know, a way to not fight through adversity sometimes. And I know that not every situation is the same. You know, you, you may sign here and, um, you know, there may be five guys ahead of you that are just better than you and you never have a chance to beat them out and you want to go play somewhere. I get all that. Um, I just think that, you know, it's – it's harder on a college coach now because you've got to constantly uh, I don't want I'm gonna say recruit but you got to recruit your team constantly you've got to uh, the positions know. too yeah because Some it, you may be strong in others you, know, you, 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 you have to constantly look at that where you, you may have good depth at a position and then you know two guys say they're gonna leave and right. join the portal you know now You've got a, a hole at that position. I think the NCAA needs to put a time on it that if you're going to enter the portal, you have to do it by a certain date. Because, you know, if somebody leaves, goes in the portal now, you know, signing dates already come and gone. You can't replace him now. You can't go out and – I mean, you can. You can find somebody. But you may not have a scholarship available to replace that guy. So – uh, but it's here to stay. Um, you've got to accept it. You've got to understand it. And, uh, you know, you, you'll lose some good players that you don't want to leave, uh, that you don't want to lose. And then you'll, you know, hopefully we'll try to bring in a couple guys, uh, you know, that we might not normally have been able to have a chance to get. Okay. I want to thank uh, Randy Crawford. Randy, thanks for listening. Roger West. Okay. Um any way that the COVID situation and is there anything that you think it's it's made it's ironic is it's it's crazy as it sounds has it made any better as far as is it helped you in any way I mean no I, I think the big thing probably if you you look at it where you're I'd never heard of Zoom. <laughs> Until COVID. I thought it was on a, on a children's camera. program. It was yeah. on, a, on a camera. You could zoom in and out. I you know, so, that, you know, uh, you know it, I've learned ways to communicate with sure. uh, recruits, sure. uh, their families, that sort of thing. Um, you know, but to say something good has come out of it, you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Spend more time at home, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you, like. Like I said, I've said it all along. Last year, I spent more time figuring out who was going to sit next to who on a bus or on a plane or, you know, how we were going to travel and, you know, changing practice schedules because – I'd say that's never been part of your job description. Yeah. It was logistics. Yeah, all that that, you know, you, you'd never had done before in your life, never even thought about doing. Sure. So, uh, you know, it's it's been a – it's been a – tough deal for everybody well in athletics you know a lot of people that don't understand my wife never participated in athletics a team is a core group of people you know and you learn to lean on each other so to speak or you know it's like you know certain players know what other players are going to do i mean it becomes an instant you practice and go over it and rid this ritual over and over again repetition and when you don't have that, it 
makes it yeah, tough. It's, I it mean, makes it very tough, you know. know but just during the season, you know, normally we lift five days a week during the season. You know, right. we'd cut it down to two, just because I didn't want to put big groups of people together. Right. Right. You know, always in the past, I'd always have a team meeting before practice, and we'd split up to our position group meetings. I didn't do that this year. I just talked to them after practice because I didn't want to put big groups together. Right. You know, we split up the locker room, you know, so we were never really a full team in the locker room. And, sure. You know, the, the camaraderie. The, the looking out, the outside in people have no idea. Right. You know, yeah. of the challenges that we had to go through. And, you know, you change practice schedules constantly because, you know, you always have injuries, you know, now. Right, you yeah, know, now you got to deal with that. And you, you might know. contact tracing, and, you know, now you may not have enough offensive linemen, you know, to, to practice. Right. So it was very difficult. Were y'all well, getting, getting tested, like, daily? Yeah, well, were, d- during the season we got tested three times a week. We'd, wow. we'd always get tested Sunday, you know, after a game, and then we'd get tested Tuesday, and then we'd get tested uh, – Thursday, and then when right. we played Rice, because you know they the different animal, right? We Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, I think it was, and then when we got there, they wanted to test us. So we get there, we go, we land, we get on buses, and we go to their place, and they test us, and we don't know, you know, they're gonna email us. Y'all just found out, or did you You found out out? like at four o'clock in the morning? Right. So you go to bed not knowing, you know, what's going on. If you can one, if you can coach, if you're going, you know, and then two, yeah, who's going to be affected? And uh, we didn't have anybody. We we were all good, but you know, it's just the that little surprise element. Being powerless, you know, just powerless over what's going on. Well, but. You know, it, it, it's just like I, I said this, and I'm not trying to give anybody an out. You know that. I mean, uh, but I, I can't hold anybody accountable for what happened last season. I mean, it wasn't a regular season, even in the pros. Some of those guys didn't know if they were going to be playing the next week. Yeah. When you have pro games getting canceled and you're playing a pro football game on a Tuesday or Wednesday, whoever heard us? <laughs> I mean, you know uh, – do you think this will change the scheduling overall? I'm talking about a year or two from now, where we might see uh, football start at a different time of the year. I don't think so. The thing that's kind—I mean, of, I hope not. But the, the thing know. that's kind of scary to me is the Power Fives. Right. You know, are they just going to play a conference schedule like the SEC did? Yeah. Uh, you know, and then pick up two from other power fives or two from the group of five and if that's the case what happens to us and i say us the the group of, the group of five people because you know if they're if the sec the acc is playing right. 10 games and the other two come from power fives or whatever you know where are we going to you know what? What's going to happen to us? Yeah, so how are you that, going to fit into that? that, that that's scenario. the scary part. You know, right. big picture, looking at it. Uh, well, I am hopeful that by June, like I said earlier, June or July, this thing will. And, and they're saying that hopefully, I mean, we're, we, it looks like we're finally, thank goodness, knock on wood, on the 
on the the, the home stretch yeah, the downside to yeah. use a Kentucky Derby metaphor and we can start to see some light at the end of this tunnel now and just to know you guys are going to be able to do spring practice is a that's that's a big thing. that's a big deal yeah you know I mean we well, most of us always took it for granted you know they're yeah. going to do spring practice you know we can't relax I mean yeah, you know because right. we're still getting tested you know during right now you know sure. we're still getting everybody's getting tested so uh, we can't relax. Um, you know, our guys are still, you know, having to wear their mask when they lift weights and work out. I don't know how they do that. I don't either. That's I mean, tough. And, uh, you know, when we're outside with them right now doing, you know, our mat drills, our conditioning drills, we as coaches, we've, we've got our masks on, but the players don't have to because they're outside. Sure. Uh, you know, so we're still – Trying to be as precautious as we can. Now, where are you in the shot hierarchy? Are you all getting your shots? Is anyone? Yeah, been, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, some I think of, you should. To yeah. be honest about it, some of them. Um, you know, I, I I got mine last week, okay. my first one. Right. And uh, I think probably half our staff has right now. Right. They just sent out an email that, you know, anybody on campus. You know, I think sure. can get it. So the age, all that, mm -hmm. right. you know, is not a factor now. So, uh, you know, we're going to do everything we can to, you know, to one keep well you know, that's us what, and our players safe. Sure, my brother uh, is a lieutenant fireman. I say this all the time. It's like I'm plugging Franklin Fire Department. I don't mean to be doing that, but he was a fire, he's a fireman over there, and uh, he got his several weeks ago now. And, of course, his wife, Tammy, my, my sister-in-law, she works at the hospital. And I said, these people, they, they need it. Get it. You know. Yeah. Other people, what about me? What about me? Well, yeah, what about you? You know, well, you know, up here on Sunday, it's just me and Bill. Okay? I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not saying we don't need to get a shot. I mean, but you're with those young people, and you're with your coaching staff. You are on a major university. You're on a huge campus over there. And you guys need to need to be put in, put in line and put them in, in you know, Put them in a rotation and get them, get them, get them done. I noticed. Uh, I heard Dick Palmer on the air. Baseball's running on. They're they're still going on with their season. I see. Yep. So yeah, they had that. They won two out of three down right. at uh, South Alabama this weekend. So good. Okay. Um, well, hopefully, and hopefully the the weather will <laughs> cooperate with spring with spring practice and. That it's I think Tennessee that would make weather. everyone. Oh uh, yeah, I think that would make everyone a little happy. I think we're supposed to cool up. Going to be in the seventies, but uh, it'll cool back down. We're, we're into March. We'll have some Tennessee crazy Tennessee weather here, you know. But uh, how? Let me ask you. How's the wife doing? Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's great. She's, she doesn't work. To, it doesn't doesn't really bother her that much. She's uh, she's a trooper. She's um, she's tough, thick skin. And uh, she's doing great. You know, sometimes the wives can have thicker skin than us, I think. You know, <laughs> how is Brent doing? Great. He, yeah, Brent's fantastic. That's, excited. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's now, is a, he here now? Yeah. He, he's he, okay. He okay. Wide here, receivers, coach. Yeah. He got here the first, I guess, the first week of January and everything. And he's had a, he's already had a huge impact, uh, you know, on our staff and, and our, uh, our players, the guys he's going to coach and everything. So, He's done a great job, uh, you know, and he'll continue to do a great job. But he's, I right. appreciate you asking yeah. about him. No, he's, he's uh, going to do great. You know, we talked last time you were with us. I said, I have a feeling that Brent Stockson will be back. back. I think he'll 
tread back into Murfreesboro here, and sure enough, he did. I, I'm glad to see it myself. Yeah. I think it's a positive move. I think it's, it's a blessing. A move. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure, especially with the situation you all got. And uh, he's uh, no offense, Coach, but he's younger. <laughs> he he ho- a holds a lot of the records over there. He holds a lot of the records. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now he's and, uh, you know. he'll do a great job. He he loves it. Like I've always said, he's. He's, he's passionate tough. about it. You know, he's a leader. Now, know. was that his job where he came from, or what was he doing? He was one of the quarterbacks there at South Florida. Okay. Quarterback coach. Before they was with Kiffin. Wasn't at he? Yeah. FAU, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So. But Brent would play with a broken collarbone, wasn't he? I mean, he was – I don't know if it was no, true, but he I'm was just a you. tough – I remember in high school seeing him play against Maryville, I believe. Maryville had come down. ACL. Mm-hmm. He was still playing. Yeah. No, I'll tell Just you what impressed me dude. about what impressed me about Brent, uh, and I think I think it was Chip Walters when he couldn't play that last season. He had some injuries or something. I believe it was 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 that or maybe the season before. Like, I don't know. He'd had some injuries. He was yeah. on the sideline, but they said I think it was Chip. He worked in the locker room. He took on a role maybe just like a manager. Yeah, that's a leader for yeah. you. You know, I can't play. I can't contribute, but so you, know, you need me to get up. some towels. You need me to get some water. What do you need, man? You know, you need an ankle tape or whatever. <laughs> and goodness knows if you played football. I just played high school, and I, I can still remember taping those ankles. <laughs> Ed, Keep that tape away from the hair on my legs, too, by the way. That was when they had leather helmets, Ed. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when the coach – my coach the, is always – you know, you never wanted to make a smart remark around someone taping your ankles. Cause run that tape up a little high and catch that hair on you. <laughs> Son of a gun, you know. <laughs> the good old days, yeah. you know. Bill, what else you got? You got some questions for Coach? I really, I you know, we've covered most of them. The scheduling. Uh, I tell you, this has been going on way before coaches. I, I was at MTSU from, I hate to say this, from 84 <laughs> to 92. I think there's a building named my family helped build. Well, there should be. No, I'm kidding. We, uh, and I think Ed had 11 years, but I had, yeah. I had eight years. I did graduate, though, with a poli sci degree and knew all the deans for the wrong reasons. But here's the, the deal. We've never really been able to fill up the seats because I know it. it's that a lot of the kids will go home on Thursdays, I think. It's, middle was known as a, what is it, a uh, suitcase college, or mm-hmm. is that what? But... Man, the, there's been some excitement there, and I think that's what we're building towards is, is trying we're to get some excitement. Yeah, we're yes. going to have a great year. Well, you are. Year. We're going to have that's a great what we're year going for. Yeah, but, and, I uh, mean, these are the bumps and humps you go through going to Division One. I. I mean, it's uh, it's bound to be a horse of a totally different color. It's just not like. Uh, we're, we're, we, we got a chance. I, I really like our team this year. I like where we're at. And, uh, like I said, we only have five home games, and uh, – it's going to be hopefully you know people that weren't able to come last year because of this deal right. that you know they're hungry now to to get back in there and everything. So right. It's yeah. going to be an exciting time. Yeah. Well, and you know, like I said, we'll be going into fall of the year, so that's going to be a better. The beer garden's going yeah. now, and the students have really picked yeah. up too. Yeah, that was a good. <laughs> well, yeah. It seems like it's in forever ago. Yeah. You know. I know. We had that. I know. And uh, so many things have have changed. You know, and. and it's just, and it, but it's all for the better. I mean, what does a stadium see? About forty-five thousand. Thirty. 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 Okay, I'm sorry. I I got I got ahead of myself. Okay. <laughs> I like Forgive to see me. us run the wishbone, Coach. What do you think? <laughs> I'm serious. I used to love to watch uh, 
Alabama, A&M, Mississippi uh, State. Uh, Major Ogilvie played for uh, Alabama. But, uh, down memory lane. Well, the, <laughs> I mean, I've talked to you about this before, <laughs> yeah. but that might bring some people into the stands is run the wishbone. Think about it. I know it sounds crazy. But yeah, Bill, if you think put it, me and you on what the field, it might okay. bring some people into the stands. Me, too, let, hey, I'm talking to Coach here. <laughs> okay. The quarterback can run the ball. The quarterback can throw the ball. The quarterback can hand off to the fullback. He can pitch to the tailback. He can pitch to this tailback. I mean, there's so many different options. You think that would uh, – you think we have a – Opportunity. I, I do know the, the new the, quarterback. Want me, want me I want you to be too. honest with me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was going to apply. For Thank you very it. much, everyone. We appreciate that. Thank you, Bill. But you're looking for a prototype quarterback. The, right. the, uh, whoever's going to be the quarterback coming up, you want to do some more passing. Uh, O'Hare was more of a runner. He ran right. around scrambling. Right. But uh, I just think a wishbone. Just try Bill. it against against uh, Monmouth. I'm sorry, Coach. Just one play, Coach. <laughs> one, do it for Mr. Murphy's we'll world. Will you do it for Mr. Murphy's world? One, we'll give you one, one play. play. <laughs> hey, you heard it here, y'all. I'm That's, telling you. It's going to bring people to the stands, I promise. Coach Stocks, oh, I apologize. I, I, you know, I'm not here to tell you. How y'all ran the wishbone at Florida <laughs> Oh, Did you ever run it? No, but you sir. played it. Okay, no, you played. What, what year did you play at Florida State? 1980. Mm-hmm. 81 was my last year, 77 to 81. The biggest game you played in. Uh, do you remember who was the biggest? What was your biggest game when you played? Was it Notre Dame or who? Well, we played Notre Dame. We beat Notre Dame. We beat Ohio State. Wow. Uh, beat Nebraska. What teams beat you that ran the wishbone? Oklahoma in the Orange Bowl. Oklahoma used to Two run. Years. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Barry Switzer. And what did they? Barry what did Switzer. they run? They ran the wishbone. <laughs> who was that quarterback? Was it Thomas Lott? No. J.C. Watts. J.C. Watts. Who's a congress? No, he's yeah. a congressman in, in Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Good yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we talked about the wishbone with Coach. Well, Knight. I just Did wanted to ask him. I've had more a lot of people asking that. I just want. I just think it's cool, Coach. Man. Please, I wish you'd put your revolver. He's going to remember. <laughs> just from now on, it's not Mister Murfreesboro. We want to have it's him Mr. back, Mister Bone. It's no, Mister Bo- well, Wishbone. Just here, pull here. We you want pull Coach there. to come here and feel comfortable. We are the flagship station. <laughs> hey, we got to add MTSU. a little humor here. You know, Wishbone is. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just saying it. You heard it here first. Well, I remember the and, night I saw in the pros, they did the shotgun for the first time in many years. That was on Monday Night Football, I think. And that caught that everybody. Danny White the with the Cowboys. I, I don't know. Was it Danny White? Yeah, I think it was Danny White. switched into the shotgun and said, what is this? You know, it hadn't been done for a while. But speaking now it's of, pretty, spe- well, pretty well standing. Speaking of you know. football, have you ever met uh, Raymond Berry, who lives here in town? Yes, He's. I've actually showed him and his wife some properties in the past, and it was so cool to listen to him. He would act out like he was catching a pass from Johnny Unitas. He loved, or still loves, football. And uh, it was neat talking to him about that. But uh, yeah, Johnny, they didn't win the, they didn't run the wishbone, though. Johnny Unitas, that was my guy. <laughs> Johnny you? Johnny Unitas, sure. He wore those high-top leather right. steel cleats. I mean, they're the whole football from then to now. That's what they he wore leather helmets in the 40s. They no, weren't wearing but leather. that's what Peyton Manning wanted to do after I think Johnny had passed, Mr. Unitas had passed, and Peyton was can I run on the – I want to go on the field with some high-top shoes in honor of Johnny, Johnny United. And the NFL wouldn't let him do it. Now, with his money, I think he would have probably done it. <laughs> he may have come out in a pair of gum boots if you'd been <laughs> But, you know, Coach, did you ever think you'd see the money – that these players can generate. I, I, it was unbelievable. And mine, me and you in our day, 
I mean, it's amazing. You know, a million dollar contract was a big deal. Now it's. And you look I mean, at you look at baseball. Baseball is what's. Man. I mean, that's. Two hundred million dollar contracts, wow. two hundred forty, two hundred sixty million. It's unbelievable. You know, and you know, I get the football. Football. I mean, get your head you're, knocked you're, off. You're running your three hundred pound body into another man's three hundred pound right. body. You know, your life. You're not your life, but your playing opportunities aren't near as long as basketball and and baseball. Injuries, yeah. And uh, but good golly, there's a there's a ton of it out there. I was just right. we were just talking. On the break, how I got to meet Gail Sayers one time, and I you asked, got to meet "Yeah, Gail. I said, Mister Sayers, I, I asked him two questions: How did you get your name, the Kansas Comet? And number two, your best year in the NFL, how much money did you make?" And this was from about two hundred people. He goes, uh, "Bill, oh, he didn't know mine. He goes, I got my name, the Kansas Comet, from the the public information director at Kansas, where he was playing ball, and then." His best year was 1969 or 70. I mean, he was great until he had knee injuries. 50,000. Really? Is that right? Gil Sayers could run left, right. He could stop on a dime. I mean, he was a little bit of uh, oh, yeah. Barry Sanders. I mean, he glided. He, he ran whatever this direction is. I well, mean, he could run. He could stop. I mean, coach, was, I think today, that's Bill's getting getting something which which is, is really true. And – my day, you know. I mean, you have get big, get get heavy, and get get big, get strong, and just tear their head off. Well, these guys today, I mean, you've got linemen that are running three forty four four two four three in a, in a forty or whatever. I mean, these guys are fantastic athletes. There's no yep. doubt about it. I mean, you look at LeBron James. I mean, he's six ten, whatever he right. is, two seventy five, two seventy. He runs up down that basketball court like he's. 180 pounds. He, he could play football. Yeah, I mean, these guys, it's just they're they're so talented they from really an athletic are. standpoint. It's, uh, you know, big guys are, you know, are. It's unbelievable. It's yeah, I mean, what they can do. Well, and when you have these these larger quarterbacks, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, six, what is it, Roethlisberger for Pittsburgh is 6'5", 260, whatever. Yeah. I mean, You'd better know what you're doing if you're going to be a receiver for them, because I've seen that ball come out of there. Well, I saw Brent throw a few, and that that ball's smoking. Yeah. I mean, and it's you. And then you, you have, can get hurt. you have your rarities like Doug Flutie, who well, was five yeah, nine, five ten. Flutie five was 11. the rare. Yeah, yeah, he was a rare breed, but he, I mean, he was out of Boston College. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that was a that you know that. I mean. I don't believe Doug today. <laughs> no offense Doug Flutie, but, I mean, it's just a, uh, it's a whole different world. Yeah. They are just fantastic athletes. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. Dalton will be in here in just a minute. And Coach Rick Stocksdale has been with us. And we, again, Coach, thank you so much oh, for doing this. I appreciate it, yeah. No, we appreciate you coming up. And uh, there's Dalton Barrett. And if we can right now, I'm here with uh, Coach uh, – Stock still along with Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Dalton's on the board. We're going to take our last series of breaks. We'll be right back. We'll be right after this. Stay with us.
Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. You can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mellon's Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we're back with Coach Head Coach Rick Stocksell, MTSU Blue Raiders Head Football Coach. Glad to have him here. Going to uh, spring practice start uh, this week? Mar- no, next week, March sixteenth. March sixteenth. I know we'll be glad to see that. Coach, uh, uh, again, COVID changed everything. Have we gone into a, a, a touchless society? I yeah. mean, we're talking about these cell phones. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. We were, Angela and I and Dalton, we were talking about that. You know, you can be tracked with one of these, talking about a cell phone, folks. It's I a mean, computer. I'm kind of tired of it, you know? And I think you and I come from the same background. You know? And we said it when it all started. Thank you, Larry Cawthon, if you're listening. Larry's a good listener, supporter of MTSU. And, uh, but, uh, uh, you, you know, it's a different face-to-face interaction. Nothing beats that. But there's people that's literally scared to death. They're, they're, they're addicted know. to the phone. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and people, you know, I, I think people know now, but how hard this has been on young people. Right. And, and you, you go to the real young kids, elementary kids, who can't go to school, 
because of this. You know, middle school, high school, talking to a recruit, you know, he said the freshmen and sophomores, they go Monday and Tuesday, and the juniors and seniors go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, you know our players, uh, you know, it's such – now they're, everything's online, everything's on Zoom remotely, their classes. Right. You know, yeah. they're not around people. Uh, you know, they're, I've told them, you know, don't get in big groups, you know. Right. Go yeah. home. Artificial. Da, 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 yeah. All that stuff. And, right. You know, you yeah. end up – they end up just being in a little cocoon – you know, for hours upon hours upon hours of the day. And, you know, all they are is playing, you know, Call of Duty or, you know, 2K know. or they're yeah. on their cell phones. And, you know, it's just it, – it's it's been tough on those guys. And then, you know, all the quarantine stuff that they have to go through, it's just – it's been Having to remember day. stuff. Well, remember. And, and athletic kids are outdoorsy type people anyway. I don't care if you're a basketball player, you get – Basketball obviously played indoors, but these are out. We all outdoors type people. You like to hunt, you like to fish, and that's all great stuff too. But some of that's even been curtailed. Yep. I mean, uh, and you know when you when you're giving a kid one of these cell phones at six years of age, I don't know that you're doing that kid a favor. No, it's. I mean, that's come probably on, guy. too young. That's man. too young. I don't know who's yeah. getting a six year. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I got my first phone when I was thirty six, yep. and. <laughs> That's what it was invented. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, no. yeah, it's and you know a lot of people, you know, it's it's become a babysitter. You know, the iPad or it the has. or the yes. cell phone. You know, and it's, we just got to get back to talking to people face to face. Should bring pen pals back. <laughs> he brings that up every show. Oh, I it, swear to you. you. Did, I, I that's where know. you write a letter. You teach people how to do things the way he it knows. Works. What oh, a pen I pal he, is. He's learning. He knows. He the knows. man. Where do you just because we're both from Kentucky? You know, I'm sorry. Know what pen pal was. <laughs> it is. Hey. By the way, hey, a friend of ours is listening. I believe Carrie Thompson. And Carrie had a birthday yesterday. All right, happy birthday. How Carrie. old is she? Twenty-three. <laughs> oh, good. You're right on the money, Coach. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thanks. very good. Coach likes you, Carrie, if coach. you're listening. <laughs> Happy birthday. She's a fine gal. I got a fine young man for his son. And, uh, you know, uh, what, let me ask you something, Coach. It seems like so many of, of you guys, basketball, baseball, football, whatever, when you, you, you get out of a job over there, everybody's staying here in Murfreesboro. Is Coach Wheel still here? Didn't he stay Randy? before Randy? Didn't I'm he not stay sure. for a while? I thought he did. Somewhere where sure. there's horses, I bet. I'm not. I'm not sure well, where he's uh, at. Uh, no, Murfreesboro is a great place to live. It you know, is. It's, uh, yeah. You know, with Nashville right, you know, down the road. If you want the big city lights, you got that, and right. all the diversity and energy there. And you know, Murfreesboro. You know, you don't have to leave Murfreesboro to really go somewhere to right. eat or yeah. whatever what you need. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just about everything you need is here you know it so is it's a great right. great place to live well it is and uh you know our daughter was over this afternoon by the way coach do you work with puppies any because I'm not, our daughter has a new puppy and he's decided he likes to chew on fingers. could you do that in your in your spare time my <laughs> wife would say my wife would tell you don't let me get close to a pet an animal <laughs> <laughs> Peter wouldn't like that right now I'm just kidding okay all right well 
brush over that little fact, folks. Forget you heard that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good with. I'm not good but with. We them. were talking. We were talking. We're very fortunate to be, and Bill and I have gone over this many times, to be in this area because there are people. We was watching 60 Minutes tonight before it came up, and people that were talking about working at food food banks. They were having the very food bank they had worked at. They're having to go there now and get food. I mean, literally get a box of food to feed their family. Yeah. It's, now, yeah. I don't think any of us have had to do that. I, I don't know of anybody that, that has. I'm sure there are some people here in, in this county that have, and that's fine. And and uh, most people here in Rutherford County are giving, are giving people. We want to help people. You know, nobody wants right. to be down and out. You don't want a society that's down and out like that. But I'm talking about lines of people. Coach, we've never seen, we've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, like we was back in the, in, the, in the Depression of the 30s or something. Yeah, COVID's had a, a huge impact on a lot of people. It's yeah, had a grip. Yeah, it's had a grip. Did you know the number one place for U-Haul? If you go to their website or the number one place when people go rent a U-Haul, the destination is Nashville, Tennessee, in this area. Well, over Austin, Texas. Over Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. Mm-hmm. Over any other. It's Nashville. Yeah. And a it's lot like of them a, will wind up here in Murfreesboro it's or the, in Franklin. If you remember Atlanta in the 80s, this is what it's – It's yeah. if you remember driving through Atlanta, you couldn't get through. Now that's the way it's – Well, we're going to be a Ketron, suburb. We're a suburb of Nashville And right Mayor Ketron had told us last year or year before, whenever it was, this population will increase by another 300,000 people yeah. by 2035. Yeah, it's going to double. They did a study so, in 2015. We're going to double with that. Coach, time. when you recruit – I know everybody wants to see their son or daughter play an MTSU, and you you have a lot of a lot of our athletes that do. May I ask? And I'm going to ask you to tell us anything out of, out of school books. But how do you guys go about recruiting? I mean, I know you know because most people, I want my son to get a, my daughter to get a scholarship. You know, well, you got to be pretty doggone good. I mean, really good. You've got to be really good. You know, I had a a fellow was coach once basketball coach. And I said, because he played at MTSU, and I said, how's, how's Junior looking? He said, he can't do it, Ed. I said, well, why not? I said, he just ain't good enough. And he recognized that. And they, it wasn't heartbreaking or anything like that. He knew it, yeah. you know. And he knows how talented – that was basketball. That's how talented these – again, the athletic part of it, how talented these people are. Uh, do you get wind of people? Do you have certain areas where you have scouts that are out, or how does? Yeah, how does this I mean, work? each coach has a certain area of. We mainly recruit Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, okay, and South Carolina. Then we'll branch into the junior colleges by need, uh, but those are the primary states we recruit. But you think about last year's senior class in all sports; mm-hmm. they could not come visit us. They could not come on a college campus. Right. We could not go see them play. Some of their seasons were cut short. Some of them didn't play. You know, so you're watching tape and you don't get a real feel for them. No. Because you got to see them in person. You know, they didn't have the opportunity to come see us to our camps and whatnot. So last year, and then the NCAA says everybody can come back another year. So if you had 25 scholarships, you may now have 15. Right. So, and that's not just Middle Tennessee. That's everywhere. Yeah. You know, and then so your scholarships are cut in half. 
and the opportunities to go evaluate a kid are cut 100%. Him coming to us cut 100%. So those guys, sure. it's been tough, you know, so I'm hopeful that this year's senior class will be able to come to camps. We'll be able to get out and see them play. You know, they've already taken away spring from us saying that we can't go out in in spring like we normally can and watch them uh, or visit their school. So You can't go out in spring? Mm-mm. So, uh, oh. you know, it's, it's – That's because of the COVID. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know. But, I mean – at least you're going to have your players, the core players you have here, and you're going to have a better feel, obviously, right. than you did last year. Sure. Because spring practice is, is important to, yes. to a yeah. coach yeah. and to your staff to find out, you know, is this kid, you know, is, what it, is about, he going to make the grade or not? What about you the know? kicker for Vanderbilt, the girl that was the kicker? <laughs> well, did you? What was your thoughts about that? I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. I, I don't understand. I don't know uh, why, you know. If, how she got there? I mean, if right. they had yeah. people hurt and they just had to had put to get, out and find somebody or yeah. or whatnot. But no, that was a that was a cool deal. And then her uh, all the recognition you know right. that she got for yeah. it and all that. I think it, I think it was and cool. being in the SEC, yep. you know, and you all know, that. that. But a, I think you know, I mean, I mean, she now she was on the soccer team, right? I believe she so. Yeah. But now she never. Did she? She didn't get score field goal. Right? I don't think she kicked. She kicked an yeah, extra point. extra point. She kicked an extra point. Yes. So that'd be the first female. Yep. I mean, ever. Yep. Yeah. To it play. Was. I mean, other than Bill, to play on a college team. <laughs> <laughs> because Bill ran in the wishbone <laughs> at Oklahoma. When you remember I, that, Coach? <laughs> we we had this recorded about the wishbone. I'm going to be watching for it in Monmouth. Bill, if you don't leave this man alone, so help He's me in it. Coach, put the revolver up, please, please. He doesn't mean it. It's all good. <laughs> hey, it was just an idea, just an idea. They, uh, so what we Bill, can help you with. He's not going to run. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about if I know a good kicker that that's not. Get, not somebody wants to go to college at MTSU. I don't know all the. Uh, just Bill. get them signed up. Oh, I have him. I think we'd better leave that. I just, I'll just to, let. Yeah, I'll leave it right there. Let's leave it to Rick have and Brent. Have, have, have him call us. Yeah, have him call Donna. No, 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 no. No, listen. Let's just let him talk to Brent or talk to Rick. Coach yeah, Stocks we'll here, do that. Or some of the other coaches, and we'll leave it at that. Can we Mr. do that? Mr. McPhee. No, no, no. Don't, don't talk. No, not, not, not President McPhee. Coach, no, thanks please. for coming on the show. No, I appreciate oh man, you. we appreciate you so much, and we know everything has been. Uh, really topsy turvy, and and I know it's been all good. I'm looking you're going to be fine. I know you are. We're praying, praying for you, man. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate. We it. are for all the all the teams for the the basketball situation. We know it's bound to have been really crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I'm happy for Coach Ansel. They won the East. Right. That's right. The East there, and then they start their tournament sometime this coming week. So him and both Nick. So right. hopefully they can both make a run in it. And, sure. Uh, yeah, well, and Lady you know, Raiders. I, yeah. I, I tried to put myself in your own spot, and I thought, you know, how in the world would you? I mean, you got to get a team psyched. You know, you, being in the locker room before a game is a big thing. Well, everybody's all separated. You know, we can't can't even kneel and pray hardly. I mean, you know, you got one on one room over here, one over there. Whatever. This too shall pass. Okay, yes, it sir. is going to pass. And our guest tonight. Thank you, Bill Wilson, for setting this up. I mean it. Coach, I'm sorry about the wishbone remarks. Please disregard it. And Mind as Ben head, head coach, head coach, 
Rick Stockstill <laughs> of the Middle Tennessee State University. Blue Raiders football. Dalton Barrett has been good enough to be on the board and put up with uh, me and Bill one more week. Thank you all, and stick around for a 9 o'clock hour. We'll be back with you next week at 8 o'clock. Take care.